1: Uh, what's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to the Draft Best Ball Championship Show here on Roto-Grinders. I am Britt Devine. Uh, we've got quite the grouping here this morning. We've got uh, Eric Crane. We've got JSU. we got Grant here. Uh, boys, the Draft Best Ball Championship, uh, it's a big tournament, $3.5 million, the first, only $25 entry. We're going to live draft one here. We're going to give some advice as well. I've been playing, uh, I think I'm up to like 120 actual best balls done so far, not in the championships, uh, but I love these things. And uh, uh, Crane, I'm going to start with you. Uh, I think this is going to be a pretty fun show. I haven't been on a show with you in a long time, my friend. We talk a lot in our, in our little special secret chat. But uh, not on air too much.
2: Yeah, you know it's great. I I feel like I've kind of reached the point where you can't fire me anymore. Yes, is that that feels great? God, that feels good because <laughs> you were trying to can me when I first started every freaking show I did. You'd just be in the chat, fired, fired, uh, fired, and it was um, honestly all, it was hard
1: All in jest, cream.
2: Oh yeah, sure it was. Uh-huh. Sure <laughs> it was. As he mutes my microphone and move on. But yeah, you know we're doing some drafts today. Gonna be a good time. So, um, I've with, with the draft is about to start. I've got a third pick, yeah. so I'm feeling good. Uh, Grant,
1: what's up, my man?
3: I'm just looking at my draft rankings, and I still have Antonio Brown number one, Josh Allen number two. From
1: Grant uh, is paying the rate, boys. Oh, I'm I'm changing. I'm changing.
3: It. I'm changing it. That happened to be from the night where Antonio Brown got sent to the Buffaloes for a good. 25 minutes yeah i'm like yeah. all right
1: i almost got my antonio on. brown jersey <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up john i told you guys to put that on mute we can't yeah, that
4: was, that come was on mean. that was like that was the mean. one thing he told us to do. <laughs> that was what, me what, wow. what's up john uh not much just ready to ready to draft the winner right here
1: yeah we're uh we got the the draft's going on uh it's starting right now so we all put in 25 bucks uh this is the draft ball championship i'll try to explain it to you guys if you haven't played yet and then I'll give you a, kind of a bonus code. won't get you into the championship. I can cal- help you out uh, getting started on draft. So what it is, is this league right here is a 12-man league. Now, there's a bajillion other 12-man leagues. And if you win this one in weeks 1 through 12, weeks 13 through 16 kind of turn, in, turn into the playoffs, what they call it, where the prizes start really jumping up uh, pretty quickly. And you get grouped into, I believe, uh, groups of 24 and the top three from each of those playoff weeks advance. So you need a good team to win the first 12 weeks, kind of uses best ball. And then in the playoffs, you still have to have a really good team uh, to get to the final. So there's some different strategies we'll talk about uh, coming up here. But Crane, I see you already picked here first. And uh, I got to say, you, you gifted Grant uh, Zeke in the fourth spot here. So uh, what,
2: honestly, what, I mean, honestly, man, I feel like any four of those guys I'm fine with. Seriously, like I have no problem whatsoever with Zeke. Kamara um you know McCaffrey and uh Saquon are the first two guys for me that I'm looking at but honestly man flip a coin with Zeke and Kamara I don't think it's quite as clear cut as you do apparently
3: but um yeah okay
1: uh Grant did you think you got gifted
3: Zeke there <laughs> look I didn't care who I got in the fourth spot I that's the perfect spot to draft from you take whoever those four is available honestly there's not a drastic difference I'd rather take Saquon but the difference between Saquon and Zeke realistically is not that much you're better off getting the fourth to last pick in the second round than you are the last pick in the second round and one of those other different ones the upgrade yeah, but, is massive I uh, by the way I
2: think that the fifth pick is just as good honestly I and I that might be a contrarian take but I think David Johnson belongs in that top five he's yeah. very clearly the fifth guy obviously if you're looking at the big four but fourth or fifth, the, fifth those are the two best picks to have um in this format
1: yeah the earlier the picture you get i think your teams look really uh, yes. look a lot better uh towards the end of it too i've done a bunch of these where i've noticed that so you and grant get to snipe each other the whole draft me and john get to snipe each other on the other end here so uh john who are you gonna take away from me here
4: uh well you know i have between juju dalvin cook and nick chubb right now and
2: you I better choose the right guy
4: i love juju but I, my man nick chubb is the guy I'm looking at right here. I took Julio wow. in first. I'm hey,
2: somebody's paying the rank.
1: <laughs> somebody's paying the rake. Well, we'll I'll, I'll, I'll let you take Gurley. How about that, Crane? When it gets to you, you can take. Oh, man, I, I don't crank. know. Take Gurley, dude. Gurley I mean, is like so
2: frustrating.
1: I I hate not starting off with a running back in the first two rounds, but I am not going to pass up Devontae Adams and Juju here.
2: I don't blame you. I mean, to me, like, let's talk about the Gurley thing, okay? Because this is a guy that. You could be drawing dead if you take him. You could be in such an amazing spot. The The range of outcomes for Todd Gurley is just through the freaking roof. Grant, I want to hear what you have to say about Gurley.
3: So it's interesting from like what I've read and what I've heard, it sounds like he's going to be a lot better in the playoffs of ball. Like if they're kind of in the race, if they're going for the first seed, they're going to, I'm taking Todd Gurley, F it. <laughs> I don't really care. Uh, yeah, so... Potentially, if you make the playoffs and you have Gurley, you could be in huge like advantage to everyone else because Gurley he's probably going to get bigger workload later on the season. They're going to probably rest him up a little bit towards the beginning. Honestly, like who knows what's going to happen? And he could potentially just be more of a goal line guy. And with McVeigh's t- tendencies to run oh, like in the ten yard line, the five yard line, he could have a whole lot of touchdowns and not actually have that many carries in the beginning half of the season, and then kind of trend in the positive direction in terms of carries in terms of workload towards the end of the season so it's an interesting situation it could go he could be one of he could be rb30 for the season he could be rb2 for the season we don't really know anything can happen i hate playing todd Gurley, and i faded him entirely in best balls last year and i didn't make money (laughs) i had dj as my number one guy and we all We all know how that turned
1: out. Yeah, I think Gurley's interesting because he was going, you know, he was like a top four pick earlier in the year. And now he's kind of gone towards the end of the second round. And I agree with Grant. There's a big range of outcomes. And, you know, the plan that's currently leaked for him is they're going to reduce his workload um, supposedly earlier in the season. So he's fresher latest in the season and in the playoffs when it matters most for the Rams. And if you're the Rams, I think that makes sense, right? You want your theoretical best running back on the field when you're in the playoffs. Because guess what? You're going to go back to the playoffs most likely. So I, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think that's really a risk worth taking, right? These, these fresh running backs, basically any running back that comes into the league and takes over in like week 11, week 12, becomes a superstar because the defenses are dead tired and they haven't played like a single down all season. Now I know Gurley's going to play some. But, but I, I think the idea of trying to keep them fresh makes some sense and uh, i think he was certainly overdrafted earlier uh you know a month ago when these first launched and i think he's about right right now john you it, got, you did, got
4: didn't didn't they say though pretty much like it's pain tolerance for him Yeah, they're like pretty much gonna kind of go on how he feels and and another thing I, I read i'm pretty sure was they're not gonna have him like working out a ton Um, so his conditioning might not be up to par, but it's just because of the pain tolerance. So that's another reason why he definitely won't like, like, I don't see his snaps increasing even during the playoffs. If anything, he'll just, you know, stay at the same, I don't know, like 15 touches a game. And, uh, you know, I, I I personally am fading him. Uh, I'm not touching him at the first or any anywhere in the first round or unless i'm at the back end of the second round i'm probably fading I mean,
1: you could get like saquon Gurley and yeah. like another good running back you might not even have to take another running back the rest of the yeah. way if you oh, like.
2: i mean i mean if you're doing that you better not have very many running backs because if those two guys fail it don't matter who your backup yeah. running backs are you're gonna lose if your are first yeah, you, two you round have to picks.
1: run there's so many people in this right we play dfs on a daily you know, and we're trying to win a a 20,000 person tournament. There's almost 150,000 people in this thing. So, you know, it's, you have to go in with the expectations. It's unlikely you're going to win, but I'm going to talk about some strategies. Uh, I don't want to give away all of my picks here in a second. Um, As we progress, that makes some sense to do in these formats because you're, you're, you're not going to win anyway, most likely, but you want to give yourself, the best chance to win if the stars align. And I think there are some certain ways to do that. So with that in mind, is, does anyone have any ideas what I'm talking about? Um, no.
3: I never know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, a,
4: yeah, just uh, – you might as well just say it now. No, Well, I, I don't have any of those guys on my roster yet. So one of the
1: things I think is interesting in this is if you take a look through the schedules – you look in the playoff run. There's like four or five teams whose schedules week 13 through 16 just look really good right now, especially compared to a lot of other teams. And I see Crane clicking through the schedule trying to find them right now. No, no, you <laughs> don't.
2: It's Honestly, I think you're, you're not going to like this. I think this is one of the most overrated discussions you can have. I disagree
3: entirely. Okay. I I went through it.
1: You two go at it. I got to pick here.
3: I went real hard looking into schedules last year. And the problem was it it actually went really well. I can't remember what the – I think the Chiefs had one of the easier schedules. And the easiest running back schedule was the Titans. And I was stupid enough to go all in on Deion Lewis and fade Derrick Henry entirely, but.
1: Congratulations. You you look good for about two months.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, I was not. But I mean, looking into, like, there's some very clear running back spots and there's some very clear passing spots. You don't really want to get stuck with certain people in this playoff format if you're going to try and win it. Because there's some quarterbacks that have just a terrible schedule. And honestly, it's not a bad idea to kind of avoid, as from what is it, the AFC West AFC yeah the AFC West like because they're going to end up facing the Chargers the Broncos and um, I think a few of them end up facing uh, Baltimore during that time if I remember correctly I haven't looked too deeply into schedules but
1: uh, I'm I'm gonna what if I told you in week 15 the Chiefs play uh, Denver and then week 16 when it matters the most they have to travel to Chicago
4: doesn't matter
1: doesn't you know matter. what? It doesn't
4: matter. <laughs> you know yeah. It, it doesn't would, matter. I'm with what? you, man. Yeah, it, it really doesn't matter. Uh, personally, it, I would still take Pat Mahomes in that matchup. I did take him in DFS. I'd take him. Like, when you're talking about the best quarterback on the board, I don't think it matters. Like, defense, yeah, the Bears' defense is great, but we've seen um, good quarterbacks actually. If you look at the Bears last year, mm-hmm. good quarterbacks actually were really effective against them. Um, when they face like Tom Brady even like Brock Osweiler had a good game against them and he's not a good quarterback at all but like they beat up on some really bad quarterbacks if you look at them and they actually got uh, like some pretty good games against good quarterbacks so if you go back and look at them it's just their defense it's kind of yeah they were good but they did give up some big games, big passing games to better quarterbacks. So I, I don't agree with that at all. I'm gonna, right? give
1: away, I'm, I want to give away kind of what I was talking about because we have a strange drafter. Truck in '79 has gone Mahomes and Luck, and then he doubled tight end um, with Kelsey and Kittle. And I like the double tight end premium. It really takes. Um, that That's the rage though, like everybody wants to go double tight it worked last year, and I think it could work again, but I think he overdrafted uh, so my my thing is the Colts this year, so the Colts not only have a really good schedule the whole season, they play indoors at home on week thirteen. they travel to Tampa Bay in week fourteen they play they go to the Superdome in New Orleans week fifteen, and then they're back indoors. Uh, against the Panthers in week 16 when it all matters there's not a better fantasy schedule and I I was looking to grab luck with one of like a Paris Campbell or a Doyle or something like that he got a little overdrafted but uh, I'm trying I like the Colts stack because it's really hard to correlate in these and if you can you know when we play NFL DFS what's all the rage correlation baseball why do we stack because it's correlated you can do something like that in these, and I did a podcast with Davis Maddock uh, on Roto Experts. I talked about that, and uh, the, the Colts are definitely a team, if you're playing the championship, that I think it's, it's sort of worth trying to go out of the way to stack. Don't reach on every guy, but if you've got to take Luck around early or Hilton, or, you know, you can go Hilton Luck pretty easily. You can get Ebron. You can make things like that work.
2: Okay, so here's my counterpoint. And I understand that we know there are going to be some defenses that are terrible. Like the Buccaneers, they're going to be – they're going to stink. We don't know what defenses are good to bet. This is this – is, it's a fluid situation every single year. There are defenses that we say, wow, they're a lot better than we thought, or wow, they're a lot worse than we thought. To me, you're trying to split hairs a little bit and maybe find an edge that's more variance
1: than anything else.
3: I, I see – it's not just bad defenses it's looking at good spots where you're going to be going up against yeah. a team that's going in, to be high score
1: imagine in the winter colts indoors indoors at Tampa. Oh, I, indoors. I, yeah no i see i i understand your
2: point i'm just saying that i think people it's it swung a little bit too far for people caring about schedules where i think that people would be better served just taking you know not going out of their way to try and get the best schedule i would <clears> rather <throat> take the better player
1: I tend to agree with that, but I think there is. Uh, if I'm playing the normal 12 man, right, not the championship, I'm just taking the good players. You're only beating 12 people in that. You can pick the best players and win that. Okay. Trying to beat 160,000 people, I think you got
4: to get a little weird. I, I think though that <laughs> that's thing, why we've got know, Grant on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I that's weird. more towards the quarterbacks though at the bottom than it would be like the top guys. Wouldn't you like? I, I think that, that, I, I like that, that too. Yeah, like more if, for them.
1: Yeah, if you could get like Stafford with Marvin Jones and Galladay or something like that, right? Like, and Stafford doesn't cost you a lot. I like I like trying to do something like that. Uh, I don't think you're really reaching for Luck, and I really like his schedule, so that's why I brought him up. But yeah, I like if you can do it cheap, right? Like, if you can get Josh Allen with Zay Jones and and Robert Foster, it doesn't cost you anything.
2: I mean, it co- it costs you twenty five bucks.
4: Yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. Oh man.
4: Now, do you guys? Do you guys when you're drafting? Because I mean, we all probably are going to draft a ton of these uh, best balls. But when you guys do it, do you guys like differentiate from what the optimal pick is most times? Like to get weird, because you you talk about like being different and beating so many people. Like for me, it's like, I'll look at a situation and be like, okay, this is where most people go, especially in the top three picks, like, and get weird there. Cause I feel like people in the top three don't, don't get different when they're drafting multiple drafts. They'll, they'll get different, like towards the bottom where like, I have a thing where I try and be a little different at the top. Like I took Nick Chubb in the second round. I don't think a lot of people might do that. Um, I took Julio Jones over Michael Thomas. I took Julio Jones over Odell Beckham. I took him over Juju. Um, the only guy I wasn't going to take him over was Adams, but Adams was oh, – I, I had him. In the first round. I had Adams. Right, I right. A, That's what, what I'm a,
1: saying. I made a horrible mistake. I mean, the thing
3: is, you're just trying to be drastically different from other people. Your lineup's guaranteed to be drastically different. The last half of the, the, last half of the draft is already going to be different for almost every single person. Yeah. Very few people are going to find out all the way through. When you
1: advance your teams, the teams are going to start to look more similar. It's going to have the fifth-round running back that ends up as an RB1. It's going to have the 11th-round receiver that ends up being a a top-20 wide receiver. Those are going to – that's going to be what gets people, you know, into, you know, the weeks 14, 15, 16. So in those weeks, you're probably going to have those guys. But I think the key is to set – you know, try to set your lineup up with some form of correlation in there, because as much as we all think we're going to win this, it's it's very, very tough to kind of advance. I don't think it's tough to advance in the first round, but it's very tough to try to, to win this thing, just the sheer numbers game in it. So just try to set yourself up with some form of a correlation or some form of, I know it's really tough to kind of look at schedules, but um it's tough to beat that cold schedule i talked about trying to do something different that way john instead of just picking players all around early to be different i think that's a
4: surefire you know yeah
1: Yeah, yeah, asking
4: what your theory is on that go i
1: wasn't i wasn't like a jab at you that i like nick chubb right i think that was a fine pick. i'm just saying and don't get weird
4: Everyone's gonna everyone's gonna target Odell. Like everyone's in that offense, like everyone wants Odell. Like Dub is the one that benefits the I think benefits the most from Odell.
2: Like until Kareem Hunt comes up.
4: Well, no, not really. You think Kareem Hunt's gonna take over?
2: I think it's gonna be a split that I don't think
3: yeah. you you're get Kareem you're getting, Hunt. You're getting
1: you're week not.
4: 11, 12, 13, 14, 15,
1: 16. You're getting six weeks in the best ball championship of Kareem Hunt. He is a worthless pick.
2: Yeah, I, I think it is. I mean, at the right price, he would be a fine pick. But, I mean, we're talking about a guy who's going in the eighth round right now. That's insane. Yeah. Like, can we just talk about why in the hell people are drafting Kareem Bleeping Hunt, who's suspended for half the year? And by the way, it's not as if it's guaranteed that he's going to come in midway through the year and be the greatest player ever I it's crazy to me that he is being drafted where he is and I I I mean look maybe he comes in and lights the world on fire and maybe you know John you were talking about having a guy that can just absolutely crush it for you once the playoffs roll around that's a little bit different I guess that's one way to do it but it's going to be really difficult to make the playoffs if your eighth round pick isn't showing up until a month before
1: week 11 is when you get Kareem Hunt that's just that he is he, he's the they're buy. Oh no, their buys week nine. So yeah, week ten. But week it's seven. just they still have Duke Johnson. They you know Nick Chubb's the the guy in that
3: offense. If you're if you're playing on getting Kareem Hunt, what you're really playing on is Nick Chubb to get an injury prior to week yeah. nine. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and the thing is, when you're looking at a strategy like that, where you're looking at a zero running back strategy you're not wanting to spend the eighth round, you know, an eighth round pick on a guy like that. You know, I'm finding a lot of my zero RB candidates, you know, 11th, 12th, 13th. I think there are a lot of really good candidates in that area. Um, you know, Grant, you actually just grabbed one Latavius Murray, who I think obviously he's going before that, but his role is solidified for 16 weeks unless he gets a boo-boo. So to me, I think you made a really good pick there with that. Yeah, that wasn't me by the way. Oh, well, never mind. You suck. <laughs> oh, that was the guy before you, whoever did it before you bravo.
3: He did it after me. After well, go. that's
2: even worse. You should have taken them.
3: I already have Gurley. I already have. I already have three set running backs. I have to go find some good wide receivers. So
1: you can get good. Uh, people always talk zero running back, and I think you can make it work. But I like. <clears throat> I think I like to modify zero running back, especially if you get one of those top four or five picks. Is you you take one of those almost guaranteed running backs because if. If you pick them and they, they fail anyway, you're going to lose. So you can, you know, anchor your roster with one of the top five running backs, probably only pick three or four running backs, Maybe probably four instead of five or six, and then you just load up at the, the bingo variance position at wide receiver. You.
2: you know, I'm going to do something a little bit weird here, and it's not something I've done in a lot I of drafts. I already did. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um. It.
4: Carson Wentz. Yeah, I mean, I've
2: got my second quarterback, which I don't love taking two quarterbacks this early, but I'm certainly not going to be taking any more after this. And I don't love this round. You know, I I thought about taking Jordan Howard here, but he's so... And they got like 17 running backs up there in Philly. Like, I just can't get excited. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't take
3: Jordan Howard. Don't take him with your next pick. (laughs) I mean, look, if he falls to me again, I might have to do it because... No, you shouldn't do that. I I would definitely take... Kind of right okay. you know, Eckler's right there. Eckler's right there. Take Eckler. He's probably going to take over from Melvin Gordon halfway through the season.
1: We got a couple of questions. We got one in chat and, really? a, one, and one from you Yeah. People are watching the show. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> we, got a, we got a couple, anyone have thoughts on Antonio Brown with the Raiders? Like, you know, he's, he's been a, you know, a wide receiver one for as long as we can remember here. I I don't really expect him to fall off too much and i think he's it's hard to say where he's getting he's not getting overdrafted but he's not if he if anything he's getting underdrafted but just like a spot or two i think his adp is pretty good i'm expecting him to have i mean he's ab has been the best receiver in the league for as as long as pretty much anyone can remember right now. Um,
4: i mean I, I think that ab is is still a great uh value if he's getting you know drafted at that spot but uh, you just have to think about it. like they lost jared cook like they obviously cooper's gone they're going to be targeting him a ton like it doesn't matter he got targeted a ton you know in pittsburgh and he was getting double coverage and bracket coverage all the time like it doesn't matter it's, they're, they're going to get him the football they're going to find ways to get him in space in the ball so I, I i like him still when,
1: when hard knock starts too is adp to <laughs> go up like a spot or
4: two too. <laughs> make,
1: make sure you do that anyone else have ab thoughts
2: you know i'm surprised that He's a kind of an afterthought. I mean, that's essentially what's happened with Antonio Brown, right? He's somebody that last year we were thrilled to take him with the fifth or sixth overall pick. And this year, just because he went to the Raiders, a team that should, in all likelihood, be behind in a lot of games during the season, he's going to get a ton of targets over there. Do you think they're going to give up what they gave up? Who else are they going to throw the ball to? Tyrell Williams? Is Tyrell Williams suddenly going to become uh you know get 200 targets I don't think so so what happened
3: what happened when uh Keenan Allen went down that one year with Tyrell Williams I mean I picked him every wrong week and lost
2: money um no I, I like Tyrell don't get me wrong he is a deep sleeper for me in all formats this year but when I'm looking at a guy like Antonio Brown the targets are going to be there Derek Carr I think he's a better quarterback than other people do and he's I just don't understand why he's going so late. I, I mean, look, I like Odell. There are a lot of mouths to feed up in Cleveland right now. You're going to have Nick Chubb. You're going to have Jarvis Landry, Odell, Kareem Hunt once wants it, wants it rolls back. Damian, um, I mean, there are just so many different guys there up in Cleveland that you have to feed. In Oakland, you got to feed one guy. And I think uh, you can make a case for taking Antonio Brown over Odell Beckham.
1: Uh, a couple other questions. Uh, anyone have thoughts on Geist? He's been a player I've been avoided. That offense is, you could paint me a picture and tell me anybody, any skill position player is like the best player on that team. And I would, I, I could. you could tell me Adrian Peterson has a big year. You can tell me Jordan Reed has a good year. You can tell me one of the millions of wide receivers they have has a good year. You can tell me Haskins has a good year. You tell me Haskins has a bad year. You can tell me any of the running backs have a bad year. It's a very – like, I have no clue what Washington's going to do. Geis, I think, is being appropriately drafted, but it's still he, – he's not going to catch the ball. They still have Chris Thompson. They still have Adrian Peterson, and Adrian Peterson's not going to give up that spot. Uh, I I don't think I have many Geis shares at all in, in the 100-plus drafts I've done.
2: I mean, is Geis young enough to where we have to worry about Adrian Peterson hitting him?
1: I don't think so. Okay, good. Not <laughs>
2: yet.
3: I,
1: I mean, it could uh, have. I see what did there. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I
2: you know the thing with guys like I don't I've got him in a few drafts, but it's just kind of a dart throw for me. You know, look, he's got all the talent. He was supposed to be the guy in Washington before he got injured, and now it's just like I don't know. Like you said, a lot of mouths to feed up there, and are they really going to be in a lot of games where they're running the ball twenty times? I'm not sure about that with Chris Thompson, Adrian Peterson, I. Geis is fine, but he's not somebody that I'm like falling over myself to draft. The
1: guy from there, I've been getting Jordan Reed quite a bit. I th- like it's always very risky, but he's Why? like, oh, he's part if you get one of like the early tight ends, he's the perfect compliment because he-, he can have, who else, who else is anybody established on that offense? It's Jordan Reed. And he can have some good games if he's healthy. And if I've got Travis Kelsey or Ertz or Kittle, I'll take that risk because now I can have, Two huge weeks from my tight ends, um, and that's pretty interesting. I never the, knew the you. Were, real, I, I never knew you hated money.
4: The real question with Geis is: Do you see them just pushing Adrian Peterson totally aside and giving him first and second down looks the whole year, uh, coming off a knee injury? Like, no, no, I don't. So that's there's why there's no I, reason I, I, for I them
1: think. to even risk anything with Geis. I think this year, right. there's no way they're gonna. There's and then no
4: they got Chris th- Thompson, who's awesome, and will take all the third or should take all yeah. the third down you know, snap. So I don't love them. Uh, another questions that's come
1: in uh, grant. I'll start with you on this one. Uh, correct. Running back in San Francisco. We're playing the, the lottery. Do you have one for me?
3: Nope. Nope. It's a dart throw. And I mean, running back by committee is such a thing nowadays. They paid McKinnon such a huge amount of money. I don't know who's going to be there. I'm honestly avoiding it almost entirely. Uh, that's, that's my advice.
1: I think mine at least in these best balls would I think I'm just going to take the cheapest one and probably be Breda uh, I, I don't trust McKinnon to stay healthy uh, I don't trust Breda to stay healthy but Breda when he plays he produces and even if you get three or four spike weeks out of your running back four or five that does it for me
3: why do you why do you not trust uh, McKinnon to stay healthy
4: <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just too, he's too small no, no one likes coleman here i i, I
2: like
1: tevin coleman i think he's probably just a little bit overdrafted though
2: yeah i mean look this is a team they've got like
4: 50 running backs man like i i don't think i have any of them on any team but it doesn't matter like a running back will excel in this offense I agree. Like you saw it with jeff wilson like jeff they throw jeff wilson and play, he in, that in that your 18th round i mean yeah i I don't know but like tevin coleman if he stays healthy uh, i think he's the guy who uh, i like him even if he's getting a little overdrafted this is the perfect offense he fits right in he's they're gonna run the ball a ton jimmy garoppolo will help to be him back like i I love it i mean these are just guys that never stay healthy though like how many
2: times are we going to go down the jordan reed well the tevin coleman well like the you going to grab Alex Smith while you're at it? You know, I mean, like I'm just, I just can't see taking these guys and feeling good about it. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a little hard headed here, but I see guys like Jordan
1: Reed, and I see a wasted roster spot. I made the dumbest. I had, I already had Adams, and I had the choice between, uh, Watson, Watson and Aaron Rodgers, and I panic clicked Watson instead of Rodgers, and now I have. Adams I
3: love.
1: And, now I have Adams and MVS, and I don't have Aaron Rodgers. I'm I'm kind of pissed at the mistake I made. I
3: fetched up. Uh, you know who's my I favorite quarterback up? in this? Uh, I, you know who's my favorite quarterback to draft in these things?
4: Lamar Jackson.
3: No, it's 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 Josh Allen. Yeah, he's he's a, I I
2: have like your Jedi so many- mind trick worked. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many various shares of Lamar Jackson. John, who else is in the range? Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. I've got some Jimmy Garofalo, some yeah. Sam Darnold. Like, you can't go wrong. No, all these running quarterbacks are fine. I don't think this is a year where we're going to see quarterbacks win or lose these things at all as I wasted two early picks on them. Um, <laughs> you know, I just look at these guys, <laughs> and I just think there are so many quarterbacks out there that are running now. Now we're going to add Kyler Murray to the mix. We're, you know, Carson Wentz is even going to run a little bit. Like, we're just seeing these guys that are going to – have not only these spike weeks, but these nice floor weeks because of the rushing ability that I'm not sure you have to fire um, for early quarterbacks this year. You know, you're talking about Josh Allen, another one of those guys that was a top five QB over the last two months last year. You talk about Lamar Jackson, somebody who, while the coach says he's not going to be running 20 times a game, good job, guys, (laughs) I still think that there is a ton of value in that because Mm -hmm. he's going to get those spike weeks with the touchdowns. But also, he provides a nice floor, and I don't think people care enough about floor in these things. I think it's a little bit – I don't know. I just don't think people care enough about it, and he provides that floor because of the rushing.
1: Yeah, any quarterback that has uh, – you know, we call it the Konami code has been kind of been around for a long time here. In, what makes you in think Canada. Josh Allen doesn't
3: have a massive ceiling every week? He
1: does. I mean, he that's run. what I mean. He's not going to run for 100, 199 yards in three consecutive weeks ever again for his entire career.
3: Yeah, probably not, but honestly, just getting 70 rushing yards and a touchdown, like, he can air the ball out. He's got some not as bad wide receivers as people think. That system's entirely based upon, like, just airing it out every time or him running. That's all it is. It's similar to what Cam Newton did his rookie season. It's probably going to be moderately similar. They're going to be – just relying on him a ton and he has no problem just rushing the ball if he can't doesn't have a guy open it's a really simplistic offense that goes great for fantasy production I Uh,
4: love Josh Allen John I want to
1: talk about your roster here John because you don't have a tight end yet so I don't know if you want to spill the beans but who are you looking to maybe take a little bit so
4: actually my guy who I was about to pick was Mark Andrews and he got taken uh yeah, two two or three spots ahead of me. I was I was really excited about getting him late. I think uh, he's someone who could kind of break out uh, this year with Lamar Jackson. I think he gets a little better as a passer, um, but still that safety tight end is huge for someone like him. So I mean, now I I, I got to go down a little bit more and different guys I'm looking at. But what do you
1: think? Yeah. Are you going to go two? I normally go two, but when I when I'm looking at like. Three, you know, when when I when I don't have a tight end and I'm in your shoes, I I just I think I end up going three most of the time.
4: Here. Yeah, I think I'm going to end up taking three just because of where I, you know, it, it's like that tier. Uh, tier one is Kelsey and um, you know, Ertz and uh, Kittle, and then if you don't get those guys, it's like the next like three tier of like OJ Howard, Evan Ingram, and uh, I mean. I don't, I don't even know who who else you'd really throw into that. But after that, it's kind of like, for me, a crab shoot. If I'm not getting one of those five guys, um, I'm probably just waiting a little bit, looking at Mark Andrews or someone a little lower. Yeah, there's plenty of good tight ends
1: still left. Yeah. I, I, I would tell you to start picking soon, though. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I know you. I couldn't, couldn't,
1: Mark Andrews is absolutely true. I think he's going to crush it this year. The 18th round tight ends do not look pretty.
4: Once you get I, I couldn't pass up on my two running QBs and Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. Yeah, I mean,
1: that that's a – I don't I don't—I don't really think you can mess up on quarterback in a draft best ball unless you take, like, five of them or you take one of them. I think it's really hard to mess up.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that. Well, I've got a guy they're going to let it get to me too. Let's see. Let's take a look
1: at – Let's take a. look. Your team looks. It's. Um, I didn't tr- go into this with any sort of strategy. I, I. It's. It's always tough when you're on the clock. Plus, doing a show. We're probably all just doing. No. Even, no. Who takes the a there? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Come on. I have
4: one guy. I was only ready to take one guy. You
1: better have a backup.
4: Uh, I don't. are you talking about guys who get injured all the time? Like. <laughs> <hello?
1: laughs> yeah. Yeah. But
2: we're talking about. Oh, I got nobody. Here, let's continue with the zero running back theme. When I have a good running back, that's great. Here, I'll get I'll get like,
1: my four or five. I good like Williams.
2: I, I like Jamal. You're gonna get four or five good weeks out of him, and that's fine in the thirteenth round. My wide receiver core is trash, though. And this is this is honestly probably the first draft I've done with a bad wide receiver core because I've been loading up on five or six really honestly
4: though there's still some wide receivers that are pretty good that you can get down here yeah
2: but i like i like all the cheap running backs more (laughs) i I
4: like
1: the cheap wide receivers over the cheap running
4: backs okay yeah me too for sure all
2: right see i I, well i really disagree with that i like i there are only like one or two running backs that i even have interest in that are still on the board whereas the running the running backs or the wide receivers i just i mean
1: i see one two all of them all right well <laughs> Nate, you're gonna like my team then buddy because that's what i'm doing uh, i'm just stuck normally i have four or five running backs by now and i only have three and none of them are like amazing there's a lot of. i, I don't think i'm gonna end up winning this one so I, I feel like i'm gonna be donating so i gotta try to mix it up a little bit here let's hope um man <laughs> <laughs> Right. yeah that's where we're at we're at the man portion of the draft i'll take singletary i just got to get another run
2: i play. like singletary man he's yeah. one of my one of the guys that i have i have a ton of exposure to yeah look, look let's face it shady mccoy isn't exactly going to be the bell cow in buffalo or anything. but i drafted shady oh <laughs> wow
3: you really like I, uh, okay yeah, good luck yeah I mean, honestly, I'm just hoping he gets traded somewhere else where that really needs a running back at least That is not the worst strategy
1: I've ever heard. Honest,
2: because they can't keep him in Buffalo, right? I mean, they could. They, they should cut on him and
1: save some money, but they, they're probably – they could keep him for sure.
2: Good, uh, good for you guys, I guess, up in Buffalo. That's just like – that makes no sense. I don't know what they're doing up there.
1: No clue. I think they have a plan, but they're not – it's like halfway executed. <laughs> Everybody has a plan to get hit in the mouth. Yeah. Oh my god! All these guys. Suck. Oh my god! Look at all these receivers. It's like heaven. This is this is receiver heaven. Who are you talking about? Oh, the whole screen. I could keep scrolling. I, I have like fifteen.
4: I'm with Brett. I like <laughs> wide receivers. Man, I, I just running,
1: running backs really got drafted. There's there's like no running backs left. See, and yeah, that's funny because. There are still some running backs on the board that I like that I'm not going to be There's a couple, to but you need some things to happen for those guys to be relevant, which I got to be honest, right? Like whoever wins this thing, some things are going to happen where guys that weren't really relevant yeah. end up becoming very relevant. And whoever just took Mike Gusecki,
2: he's one of those 18th round tight ends that is usually still available and you did not need to take him in the
1: East no he, he's start i i did one just before he's like creeping up into the 15th and 16th rounds now so i think 14 probably a little early but this guy's not gonna pick again for another full or like round and a half or two rounds that's uh, i think that's that's fine yeah but
2: he can go get jordan reed
1: <clears throat> Brand, getting to. your jordan reed yeah i don't mind reed there tight ends you know we start talking about tight ends John and now they're all gone so like yep. now you're now there's not too many left JSC yeah. you better That's hope great. that Jordan stays
2: <laughs> healthy man if you get 16
4: games out of Jordan uh, Reed listen I, I like TJ Hawkinson from uh Detroit yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't mind him he's uh, you know Stafford's oh Stafford's crap it's my healthy. turn to pick oh it's
1: so screwed right, Isabella. right now Isabella, oh, and he, okay I'm sure you wanted right. Isabella to pair with right. Murray a little bit Right, John. I,
4: well, I, I do like him a, a good bit. Yeah. yeah.
2: Another offense where there are a lot of mouths to feed under the radar. Yeah,
1: but th- there's a lot of passes
4: to go around. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, what? for sure. Arizona? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, I don't know. Kyler Murray's going to spread that. They're going to spread that ball all over the place. Yeah. Right, no, I mean, I, I get it. I am. I'm not I saying. I would it's imagine a bad they're game.
1: they're top five in pass attempts on the year. When it's yeah. Oh.
2: Come on, get to me, baby. Come on, man.
1: What do you want? Was it this, this guy? guy? No, he probably wants Duke. You nope. Know, I want Debo. Oh yeah, I like Debo too. Yeah, Debo
2: Samuel. He's gonna I mean he might be the wide receiver one for San Francisco.
1: There's a lot of I, I like quite a few guys on this board.
2: Okay, well. I mean, if you want another I, Arizona white outer, Keen Butler's still there. He's Kyler Murray's roommate. You gotta play him, right? Is anybody in for that narrative? I wasn't aware of that,
1: but now that yeah,
2: it's like the shower narrative. Yeah, I don't,
1: I don't know about all that, buddy. That's, that's on you, man. You do, you do, you though, all right. Let's take a look at Grant's team. Grant, we're we're getting down to the end here. Uh, what do you think of your team? Any changes you would have made? Who are you looking to close out at? Uh,
3: I don't think it, the only problem I have with my team is drafting Ben when I could have gotten a decent wide receiver at the time and just waited for Josh Allen. Uh, kind of panic pick there i i have no problem I like, I, mean, your,
1: I like your team it looks it's i think you're you just stay at running back and you pound tight end and wide receiver the rest of the way
3: yeah that's my plan i don't have a single running back on my board i'm happy with what i've got if mccoy actually does something then i'm good but all of them have huge upside i have my bye weeks pretty well set up all the way through you're, where on, I don't the have,
1: clock, you're on the clock by the way if you didn't know
3: Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> Look at you being kind. Humphreys. Guys, why don't? Why is he, Humphreys going so late?
1: I think the ceiling might not be there, but the I ceiling, don't think he's in an
3: offense. That, I
1: don't think he fits your roster because your roster is loaded at wide receiver, and you don't you don't need an ad Humphreys on yours.
3: So, Humphreys can take the ball to the house at any given time. He is a possession wide receiver, but the guy has a bunch of speed. He's in an offense that kind of just tries to be – incredibly efficient there's a reason why Mariota was one of the top guys in terms of completion percentages last year yes they're going to be hammering the ball a bit but anytime they're down he's going to get a ton of receptions everyone says that oh he's not a huge upside guy because he's mostly a possession wide receiver but that was just the offense that was it he had Deshaun Jackson or not Deshaun Jackson, he had Deshaun Jackson who could go deep he's had also Mike Evans who's just going to go deep and catch the ball and that's it uh, Evans was the guy that caught it in the red zone almost every single time. He had O.J. Howard who could stretch deep. Like, he's in a completely different offense with not a whole lot of great wide receivers. And Mariota. it's not the most talented uh, QB in the world. He's going to get a ton of targets the entire season. And I'm getting him in the 15th round. That's ridiculous considering the guy like has upside and he has four in almost every single game if they use him right in this offense. Sure.
4: That's the longest Adam (laughs) Humphreys. That's true. Adam
3: Humphreys' mom hasn't talked
4: about him that much in years.
3: Adam Humphries has won me so much money in DFS.
1: Well, that was when he was on Tampa and they threw the ball a lot. Yeah, this this is not a good
4: offense. This is not a good offense for him volume wise, though. It's like and they have AJ Brown who's better. Brown is just better. Brown. I think Brown's going to be better than Corey Davis. Like, like
1: Corey Davis is in the trash heap. I have no yeah, Corey Davis shares.
4: I mean, I think AJ, I mean, uh, yeah, Adam Humphreys is the third wide receiver and yeah. a team that doesn't pass the ball a lot.
2: Are we, so are we uh, a lot. Are we including Deion Lewis there? So he's really the fourth wide receiver. <laughs> Delaney, <laughs> no, yeah. Delaney Walker's back this year for, you know, a couple games. He'll be the, So Adam Humphreys is the fifth wide receiver. He can't even move.
4: I don't know how he gets open.
3: It's funny because Antonio I think, or not, yeah, Antonio Gates couldn't move. Still can't move. It, it, work matter. for him, work for him.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah, another one.
1: These, I can't believe you like these wide receivers, Brett. These guys are trash. Well, I got the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got Albert Wilson and Andy Isabella.
2: I think Andy, Andy and Isabella, man, it's just like I don't, I just don't get excited about them. And I know that in the 14th round, you don't have to get excited about people,
1: but. I just see a guy, man. That is, I'm not doing backflips over. He's a, he's a home run hitter. He has the speed, and uh, they're they're just gonna they're gonna pass the ball so much that I'm not really too worried about it. And you get okay. him that late, and their defense is gonna be atrocious. They're just gonna be passing over and over and over again. They're gonna be up tempo, and he's just he's just gonna get his on volume, not even regardless of a skill set, which is good. We go
3: back to Crane doing a backflip. I'd like to see that. It's true. I can do it.
4: You can do a backflip. Can do a backflip? No. <laughs> what are you? T- no. Of course, not. I was joking. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can do a backflip you, me? This is what
1: I was gonna say. Oh, I'm on the clock again. I better pick here. Uh,
2: <laughs> we weren't gonna tell you. We were just gonna let her. You appreciate <laughs> you doing that for Graham, but we were just gonna let you uh run it out.
1: All right. I'm gonna take uh my Raquel Armstead. Get my. Get my I hand- love. I love Raquel Armstead. Well, here's the thing: is I also have Leonard Fournette, so it's pretty stupid because neither one is going to end up having a good game together. But uh, i I got a little bit of insurance, I guess.
2: I love Raquel. He, he might be – him and one other guy who I will probably take a couple rounds are probably my two highest stone late late-round guys. Like, I love Raquel Armstead this year. It's Leonard Fournette, who, one, sucks, and two, always gets hurt. Like, I, I'm going to take his backup every time I took TJ Yeldon in these last year. That worked out fine. And – um you know, you remember how I made fun of the Tennessee wide receivers? AJ Brown, baby, best one, best one on the team. I mean, I mean, he's got upside, and again, my wide receiver core kind of blows. So I'm just taking, I'm just throwing darts at this point. I've got, I've got two I've other, got a, I've got two. Grex ah! Gregs took one of my other guys. Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll spill the beans on one of my favorite late round targets because I'm going to pick him on my next pick for sure.
2: Okay, here I'll just throw another crappy wide receiver there. I'll take John Ross. Why the
4: hell not? Another guy who was way overhyped last year. That 40 way overdrafted. I he's it's the 17th round. Oh no, last year he was definitely overdrafted. Yeah, like last year everyone was talking him up in like the mini camps and stuff, and he was just starting to get way overdrafted. I mean,
1: Devontae Parker went like the 13th round here, guys. I mean, we've never seen that before.
2: I mean. No, I'm just – I'm over Devontae Parker. Like, whatever. If, if he beats me this year, way to go, buddy. Congratulations. You finally did it, too. Okay. I'm I'm just loading up my my little, little draft board right now because I might end up meeting somebody else. And...
1: I have no chance to win this, by the way. So, I have donated my $25 to the prize pool. I
3: I think I just drafted the winning best ball lineup. Team, I'm just not even going to do it. Like,
1: I like your team, Grant. I think you did a pretty good job. I've right. have been have...
3: preparing for this draft for minutes. For minutes.
1: <laughs> I did a couple right before the show. I did
4: not.
3: But that would I've require been... me to wake up early. I was not going to do Well,
4: that. Yeah, you're on the West Coast. I've been up for a long time, Mark. Wake up early. <laughs> What's early? All right, trucking. Uh, yeah. John waking Don't take up at my 5 guy, 5 guy trucking. He's What's gonna,
1: early? He's going to take my guy. So, <laughs> let's see. Oh, is he oh. timed out? Maybe he timed out.
4: Don't take my All guy. Right, he
1: took so uh, I'm going to take our Sega White side. who's kind of like uh, in this high-powered, high-powered offense, injury back up to three different guys, plus he's going to get his red zone looks anyway. That's – you like, instead of taking the Trey Quinns, who will give you a couple catches every week, there's just no ceiling on these guys in the late round, and I want the guys with the ceiling in the late rounds because I'm going to need them to hit in order to win – and Trey, Trey Quinn's just not gonna win me a best ball championship. No, you
2: know, you're <laughs> not
1: winning a like Trey Quinn. Like, no, 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 you're not. Oh god, I've
2: got, I've only got three guys on. Ah, there go. JSU just took the guy I really wanted. Yeah,
1: I figured Edmonds was probably. One of Edmonds. My,
2: Chase Edmonds is my highest owned uh, draft guy.
1: You've been reading those Roto World blurbs the past. I, years. I have not. <laughs> Are they high on JSU? I'm serious. but the coach said we're gonna find ways to use him. I mean the ways to use
2: it is if David Johnson gets hurt. Yeah. Like that's when you use Chase Edmonds. But that's I, think, that, I think that's how back, you end though,
1: up winning one of these, right? Is you get the backup Chris. running back. As soon as if Leonard Fournette yeah, goes down. No, of course. Three, it,
4: and three. you know
2: that's why I like that's why I like taking though the all these stud wide receivers early and just rolling the dice on, you know, six or seven shitty running backs that way i can say all right if one or two of them hit i'm absolutely golden nick chubb was one of those guys last year um you know a lot of people took james connor in that exact same role last year and it would james i mean james
1: connor was i think the most consistent league winner in all of yeah connor kelsey and mccaffrey and mahomes are the guys yep Yep. if you had two of those guys you you won yeah didn't really matter what else you did these guys just suck. I'm going to close out. So I'm going to take another kind of injury replacement on a high powered offense is Josh Reynolds, you know, cups a little, I, I think, think, think
2: that's, I think that's a good pick. I like uh, Josh. Reynolds.
1: It, it just, it gives you the ability to have big weeks from your last pick, but you know, an injury has to happen, but I'm not expecting these late round picks to really matter anyway. So uh, I'm just going to take the upside guys. Mm-hmm.
3: That's fair. An analysis.
1: All right. Oh, there went
2: Randall Cobb. I actually do like Randall Cobb this year. Like, I I question the upside, unfortunately, in like mm-hmm. these, but I think he's fine. I think Randall Cobb's going to get some look at, in that Dallas offense, and nobody else is there to catch passes outside of Amari. Unless you think Jason Witten coming back is a real thing.
1: I love, I love Gallup. Gallup is, he's one of my bigger. Michael Gallup. Oh, God. Are we oh, just.
4: Uh, it's just uh, that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's, one, of DF- my that's one of those dfs like plays not a not season long i can't do michael gallup oh, best- no best ball is the perfect time to get michael gallup ah, no you never
1: have to actually roster him he just gets <laughs>
4: five or six
1: spike weeks i just want that five one or six two
4: i'll take the under on five or six he's gonna week. catch at least five i'm hundred. with crane i'll take the under he's gonna drop a couple of fifty-yard touchdowns—that's for
2: sure. What where, what'll be greater, his spike weeks or his drop touchdowns? Spike weeks. <laughs> <laughs> will All right, play? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Aaron Rodgers' favorite player. Let's go, Jake Kumaro. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> ah, there
1: you
4: go. Is it, it Kumaro? Yeah, yeah. It, like this, I
1: like that. Right, the high-powered offense, wild card, where if it hits, not a lot of other people in the tournament will have them. And you're you're gonna get massive upside if it does hit. So yeah,
2: when I when the Packers have clinched the uh playoffs two games before the or two game, you know, week fourteen, I'm gonna get Kumaro week Kaiser team to win all the money. Kumaro to Kaiser. I should have taken Kaiser. <laughs> Kaiser's
1: still the backup there. That's gonna really lower if Kaiser's still the backup there. He can't hit anything. Uh, he's just
2: gonna yeah. close his eyes and throw up. Yeah, Austin knows. He's like, Kumaro! Hey, he knows what's going on.
1: All right, guys, we had fun on this show. If you want to play in the best ball championship, it's 25 bucks to enter it. At some point I saw on the Roto Grinders forums, they're going to have a, uh, I think they're going to have a higher buy-in one. And then they're also going to do like a mini one, sort of around the $5 level. Um, So if the 25, you know, that can be a lot for a DFS entry or anything like that. So if you are uh, hoping for a smaller one, I do believe they're going to do it at some point. It's not going to be a three and a half million dollar prize pool. So just know that it's not going to be a million dollars. It's not going to be, be a million to first. It's probably going to be a little smaller. But uh, they, they're going to have them for a variety of buy-ins. And these things fill. If you jump in one, you probably don't have to wait more than 10 minutes for it to no. fill, even if you're the first one in it. So there, there's a, a big player base, and uh, they fill really quick. So if you want a chance at a million for 25 bucks, 25 to a million. Sounds and pretty you, good. I and
2: mean, you get the whole season as a sweat.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a a fun little thing. If you've never played on draft, uh, I think promo code grinders uh, on your first deposit will get you like a $3 ticket to mess around in some of the other games. You can play a 12-man best ball with that as practice before you kind of jump into the big boy games on the 25, Um, but it's a fun format. I've been playing these best balls um, basically since the Super Bowl ended because I I have a serious problem, Um, (laughs) but but, but I love these things. And uh, if you guys have any questions at any time, slide into the DMs on Roto Grinders or Twitter, and I'll try to get you pointed in the right
0: direction on
1: them. So, uh, I think that's going to do it. Any, anyone have any final thoughts? I think uh, I looked really quick. I think Grant probably has the best team of all of those guys.
3: Yeah, I've been sandbagging you guys. I, I know what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. So so, so Grant is uh, Grant. That means, but Grant, when your team looks good on paper, you know what that means? You're always, you almost always finish last in these things. So. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Uh, that's going to do it thanks to draft for sponsoring the shows thanks to you guys uh for asking us some questions and watching and uh have a good day out there don't forget to tune in later we're gonna have a baseball show uh, baseball slate tonight and have fun out there uh for grant for john and for crane i'm Britt. thanks for watching
3: jazz hands